Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are live and direct. Uh, got a couple uh couple weeks to go over here on this episode. What are we going into? Week week five? Yeah, we're yes, something like yeah, that. three and one right now. So <clears throat> missed last week, but that's all right. It was a uh, we needed that. We just kind of spaced out. I was on vacation, so um, we're back at it though. We've got a big game coming up here in a couple of days. Uh, we're going to recap the previous two games real quick. Go over those. Um, talk about some, you know, obviously some of the good and the bad. Just um. Where we're at, basically. But, before I get started, before we go any further, before you get started, I have to address something. Let's hear it. Last year, this South Carolina game came upon us, and I dogged Spencer Rattler. Okay? Two weeks ago, before we played Florida, I called Graham Mertz Courage the Cowardly Dog. Mm-hmm. You and did. They both, they both, both of them put it on us. So I'm going to start this episode out by saying, I think Spencer Rattler is a wonderful human being. I think he has the talent of every ounce of football that the good Lord could muster up and put inside of his body and his body alone. He should have turned pro straight out of elementary school. I think he's that good. And I'm so, I'm, I'm hoping I can like, you know, reverse jinx this thing. You get some reverse psychology. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to hit it with the reverse, put a little razzle dazzle. See, see on it. what what we're not gonna do is give them bulletin board material. Not for not here. <laughs> they ain't gonna find that here. I've learned my lesson. I have learned my lesson. So go ahead. Once you uh, kick us off, we'll we'll start with that Florida game. Yeah, we, we can we can keep the short and sweet. Wasn't a great game. We scored quick. I I, I love the the intensity right off the bat, but it's very know. lackluster after that. It's like the play changing or play call changed after after that first. I, that because I ain't gonna lie to you. When we we got that first touchdown, I thought, oh boy, it's about to be a good night. Yeah. Screen pass. Screen pass. Screen pass. <sighs> Punt, screen pass, run up the middle, screen pass, punt. Now this is no. I'm not throwing shade. I'm not making fun. I'm not. Dude, I honestly, Graham Mertz played a heck of a game. He did. He played great. Um, Florida as a, as a whole played in the game. It's tough. I don't care who you are. It's tough to go down to the swamp and come out with a win. Yeah, it's one of the toughest places to play in the country, especially at night. Goodness gracious. But. Not a whole lot to talk about there. Terrible loss. I mean, we should have won the game. We had the better players, had better coaching. Um, and we didn't have better belt, coaching that night. No. Some belt Billy put it on us. He did. Come on. I mean, needs to gosh. find some other team to play for. Let me tell you something. I'm a middle-aged, obese man. I could have tackled that guy. Okay? Now, I ain't running that fast. But I'd have got him off that first lick, and I wouldn't have trailed him for 40 yards. Yeah. Quite literally. I think Kamal Haddon's tiptoes were touching the back of that man's heels for 40 yards. Yeah, and he and never, It's like he never even just, made an attempt. He, he just, just dog-rolled. <laughs> anyway, let's Can move you, on. Couldn't get the run game going. No, no nothing. 
All right, on to the next week. We got a dub. UT, UTSA, we beat them. Bounce back. Bounce back. Um, I will be honest, though, the only thing that does kind of worry me is if you look at the stats before Milton went down and the stats after, there's a very significant difference. Now, I can't tell you if that's because he was a little bit hurt or if it's, okay, we got this game in the bag. We're not doing nothing crazy. We're not going to let you sling it. We're not going to let you do all this. Let's just go out here, walk away with our win. Um, so I, that that does concern me for this week coming up. Hey, and guess who actually got to play? Dylan Sampson. Dylan Sampson. Made an appearance. The touchdown king. That man's going up a... 75 touchdowns and 40 rushing yards on the year. <laughs> He's the the every fantasy football player's dream. Seven man points just, at a time, baby. Seven points scores. at a time. Um, I tell you what, though, I am excited that he got to get back in, get back in his rhythm. I think he's going to be special here. Oh, um, yeah. As long as he doesn't course, get upset for the lack of play. That's the thing is – is and I, I am excited to see him, but I'm I'm not taking anything away from Jalen Wright. I mean, Jalen Wright's played his butt off, and so is Jabari Small. Yeah, I mean, they they're both inside the top what eight in rushing in the SEC, something like that. My in my opinion, it's Jalen Wright, Dylan Sampson, then Jabari Small. Uh and that's that, where that, that means at. nothing bad towards Jabari Small. He's still no. very good. It's just I think the explosiveness of the other two's. I think Dylan Sampson has a higher ceiling than Jabari Small. Yeah, that's, that's in my that's my opinion. That's a, that's a PC way to put it. Obviously, the coaches don't see it that way. Or Jabari Small is going into practice and and forcing their hand. Well, yeah, he's he's balling out, and you, they can't they they don't have an option. You've also got to put in the the. I mean, Jabari Small has been here how long? He he's 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 put in his time. He deserves the touches. He's he's yeah. been a, oh yeah, he's been a warrior for us for his time. So yeah, I get it. Let me, I, I and some of y'all may have caught this on Twitter, but I posted something to Twitter the other day. It for what I guess I've watched every game. I've watched every second of every game. But for whatever reason, this blew my mind. Did you know Jabari or not Jabari Small? Jalen Wright does not have a touchdown at all on the year. No receiving touchdowns. No rushing touchdowns. Zero tutties. Kind of weird how it works out. That's what I said. Kinda Dylan Sampson. Dylan Sampson comes out here and he's got forty-two rushing yards on the season and twelve touchdowns. <laughs> so weird. Uh, good bounce back game though. I mean, defense played played pretty well. Um, offensive line looked a little better. Looking forward to Cooper coming back. Did you catch Hopple's uh, statement? Said that you know he's practiced like, once again. He's practiced all week, and they're hoping for him to to get some time in this week. But he said that for a month now. So I, I, you know, how who many knows? times we heard that? Uh, I I can't tell you if it's Cooper Coach wants Pete. to play, but the trainers are saying he's not ready, or if the trainers are saying yeah he's good to go, he's practicing. But Cooper still feels like there's something lingering that he don't want to aggravate. So I, I I don't have a clue what's going on, but we need him. Yes, we need him, and I'm hoping that that'll give Ollie Lane the chance to move over to guard, which is his natural position, and the offensive line will just be better as a group. Yeah, and we'll be able to dial up some better plays, some 
I'm hoping that changes the dynamic of the entire offense. Let's hope so. And you know, I could be reaching there. Speaking of Ollie, I mean Ollie, you know, bouncing back to that Florida game, Ollie put us in some spots where we were close to first downs, and he was either not hiking the ball, hiking it to. I mean, before the play, snapping fractions. I mean, he he cost us a couple there, but uh, again, that's all behind us. So this this coming Saturday at seven thirty, we got the University of Tennessee versus. The University of South Carolina Gamecocks. USC Junior. <laughs> in dark Knoxville mode. for dark mode. How you feel about it? Man, I love dark mode. I'm I'm not I'm not the uniform conspiracy guy. You know, we, we wore alternate helmets last year. Oh my gosh. Not, that's not that they will play the same no matter what jersey you put on them. I mean, one could make the argument that wearing something special like that should juice you up a little more. Yeah, I mean, those dark jerseys are nasty, so I get it. But but you're right. That dark mode jersey, that Stormtrooper jersey, that all orange, that orange top, white bottom, none of that's going to make Spencer Rattler play any better or worse. It's up to us. We have to go out and execute. We have to take our game plan, what we've done all week, what we've practiced with, and we have to put it on the field and complete it to perfection. Yeah, I don't think we can afford to have an entire quarter where we just look like Vanderbilt. No, no. We can't can't afford that against South Carolina. Nope. Last week, Spencer Spencer Rattler is too efficient for that to happen. He had more touchdown passes than incomplete passes. Do you understand how insanely efficient you have to be for that to take place? What was it, 18 for 20 for the whole game? 18 for 20. Or 18 for 21. One of the two. Anyway, it was something like that. But he had more touchdown incredible. passes than incomplete patch. And it's wild. Incredible. To be fair, Mississippi State's defense is worse than ours. Yes. So Yeah, very much saying, so. That's saying so. something. <laughs> but... That doesn't mean Spencer Rattler's not going to come in here and throw for 450 yards and five touchdowns. He could. but And I'll be honest with you, from what I've seen on the field, I will take that as long as Joe Milton will throw for 500 and six <laughs> touchdowns. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. care if they score 74, if we can score 75. That's all That's I care about. I don't care if it's the over-under on this game reaches 200. I do not care. I do not care. We have Just, one more. Do whatever you have to do to win this game. Because I will be honest with you, I am terrified. I'm not terrified. I'm I'm terrified of that spread. I don't know. I don't know how Vegas sees opening up at 13. That's kind of crazy. So I did see something yesterday. I believe it was um, one of their top wide receivers is out for this game. Yeah. Now I it, maybe they're thinking he's a seven point swing. I I've not heard of. Is his you name know, Travis Hunter? That's what I'm thinking. Like, unless Hunter's your name's swing. Travis Hunter, it's if he's not healthy. Travis Hunter, he's not worth that much. So maybe think Travis Hunter seven points. No, I, I don't. Uh, I don't foresee that. I mean, maybe it plays out in our favor, but I mean, South Carolina's got some weapons. Yeah, and I mean, if they're good now, you better buckle up because they're they're climbing them recruiting rankings too. Yeah, I mean they they are a, an SEC team. They're going to have talent. That's it is what it is. That's, gosh, I can't stand. Shane Beamer has such a punchable face. <laughs> yeah, 
I, I, I can't stand so him. Uh, so, all right. So, what 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 would you say the keys to the game are for you? Offensive. If line. you had to pick three, three, three keys. A few seconds. Definitely, offensive line being better than they have been. Yep. They don't have to be elite. They just got to give Joe three seconds. Uh, yeah. Just enough time to get the doggone ball off. Yeah. Don't make no, him I mean, run for his life every play. Because it, he's not that guy. He's not great at improvising, scrambling out of the pocket. He'll do it every once in a while. And when he does, it's great. But you can tell his, his first choice is find a guy to throw the ball to. He's a I pocket agree. passer. It is what it is. That, he can run the ball. He just doesn't. Sure didn't look like it on play one versus UTSA, did yeah, no. it? 81-yard touchdown. It just looks like he doesn't like to run the football is what it looks like. <laughs> right. Looks like well, he, I mean, he is, he's called the he's, play, and he's like, well, okay, I guess I have to. He's not as – I mean, he's got a big body, so I do think that that inherently slows him down. So yeah. I don't know if he doesn't like to run because he's not a 4-4, four, 4-5 four, four, guy. Um. But he outran everybody from UTSA last week. Yeah. So I guess I would have to say one of my major keys, because I've looked at it, South Carolina rushing defense ranks, I think, 11 in the SEC. Yeah. So you have to get the run game going. Um, of course, we did pick it up against UTSA, albeit UTSA is, is not as prominent of an opponent. But um, I, you got to get the run game going against South Carolina. Um, force feed Jabari Small and Dylan Sampson if Wright doesn't get to play. Um, you know, make them. I, I I don't care if we go on ten minute drives. Do what you got to do. Score, run the ball if that's what it takes. Uh, I mean, I think it's just we we are going to get those swing passes and screens involved because that's just an extension of our run game. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. they they will show up as passing stats as long as it's forward, but make no mistake, that is a run play to Josh Uh Yeah, and here's my thing. If they're working, keep doing it. What I can't figure out was the game plan against Florida. We kept calling those swing passes, but they weren't working. If it's not working, you got to change. As a coaching staff, you have to say, okay, this is not working. What's plan B? Plan right. B can't and, be continuing to run the same play that's not getting you anywhere. And you know it's pretty bad when I, as a fan who's never played any sort of high-level football, sees a guy motioning, motioning out, you know the ball's going to him, so you know Florida knows the ball's going to him. It's That's obvious. my thing. Motion out yeah. wide, snap the ball, you see Joe's head turn. If I'm a DB, man, I'm, I'm blowing it up. But, I'm cleaning his clock. I'm yeah, trying to I mean, jump it. It's obvious. My, and, and that's the thing is, like, just like you said, if we can recognize it, you know that they can recognize it. And the the bad part is, even if you recognize it, if you can still execute, it's fine. But after you've ran the play 20 times, yeah, it's, I mean, come on. I've got a stat for you. Did you know, up to this point, Joe Milton has thrown more passes behind the line of scrimmage than Hendon Hooker did all season last year. Ah, that doesn't surprise me after watching the first couple games. No, that He's doesn't surprise me. 39 of them 
to this point behind the line of scrimmage. That's crazy. Hooker threw 38 in 11 games last year. That is insane. Really, 10 and a half games because he got hurt halfway right. through South Carolina. So, do you think it's because they don't trust Joe to throw it? I've seen that narrative. I don't. I don't believe that for half a second. I don't. I think they know what they've gotten. Joe, he's going to complete his balls down the field half the time. Live and die by that. Whatever. I don't think it's that they don't trust him. I think it's more of those are quick passes. The, the O-line doesn't have to hold super long for those to develop. A ball down the field, they got to hold it a little bit longer. and They've not been able to do that efficiently. No, you're – I mean, that's that's pretty spot on. It's it's hard to do any kind of passing, have a passing game when <laughs> you end up, you know, basically just as soon as the ball hits your hands from the snap, you got two guys in your face. Yeah, you got to get rid of it. And here, that's another thing that just ate me alive during the Florida game. I counted three whiffs on their offensive line. You are a D1 athlete. How are you whiffing? You're launching your body and blocking air. Yep. Of course, I mean, I know that that's not what they intended to do, but I'm thinking, okay, instead of launching, how about we just square the body up, get heavy on our feet, Keep the feet moving and, you know, make chop, contact chop, 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 and, and, and make contact. <laughs> I, I, so I don't know. That's that's the only thing is if we can't get any sort of good O-line play and we cannot get a run game going, it will be a long night. Yeah, because I think Spencer Rattler is going to pick apart on the DBs. We know the secondary is suspect at best at this point. Yeah. And with the stats that he's put up to this point, it, it, yes, you're right. It, it could be an embarrassment. I just hope we can score with them. Oh, yeah. Keep, that's the thing. Go shot for shot. Now, I have also seen Spencer Rattler and Shane Beamer on the road are very similar to Tennessee on the road this year. Right. They do not play well away from um, – their home stadium. I mean, what's that, Willie B? No. What's Williams Bryce? I'm in left field, I guess. I don't know where no. that came from, but anyway, they, they just they don't play well away from home. Um, so hopefully that plays in our favor. Hopefully everybody that goes out to that game is loud and on their feet and makes play calling difficult for them. Uh, that happened to us several times against Willie B. Yeah, um, it's make it difficult, make it hard. I mean, Florida did it to us. We got out there and looked bamboozled half the time. Looking for play calls, looking for the sideline. I mean, get out there and 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 be loud. Make it difficult on them if you're growing. Yeah, this needs to be a, a, a revenge game for for us too. I mean, that's our, the, don't our, forget what they did. Yeah, our DBs need to look at this game and be like, okay, this is my get back. This guy smoked us for sixty three last year. Mm-hmm. Let's and took out well, our quarterback. Yeah, let's at least hold him to sixty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
yeah, just don't let Kamal Haddon get his get back. I mean, all he's going to do is get burnt, not turn his head, and then talk smack after the game's over. Yeah. Um, I've, you know, there's no, I don't know that I've ever had a, a, an athlete at the University of Tennessee that I've not full-on 100% cheered for, and it's very difficult with me for him. Yeah. He's I, frustrating to watch. It's, so it is. Some plays he goes out there, and I'm like, okay, this is why he starts. Yeah. And then other plays, I'm like, how, son, how did you get a scholarship? <laughs> how were you starting on your varsity football team in school? How, how, did, how did you not end up carrying jugs of water out during halftime yeah. to the players? It's, I mean, he is so frustrating. Even, uh, what's his name, Sports Talk, has talked about that several times. Uh, Eric. Yeah. Eric Angel's I mean, it's just it, – Hopefully, he went out and he had a great week of practice and something has clicked inside of his mind and now he is full bore. He is what he, you know, we expected him to be. Um, do we have any injuries? Are we are we anywhere in, in the secondary with... I, I don't I thought I seen something with Wesley, but I, I haven't confirmed or seen that. I'm not thinking about Wesley Walker. What, what I don't really have a full grasp on is the Nico Slaughter situation. What's really going on with him? Well, he hasn't he hasn't played. Mm. He didn't play Florida. I don't know if he played against UTSA either. Well, I would sure give him a try. The uh, so we we know, or at least I have a good idea of what to expect out of our defense. Um. What do you expect out of our offense? If you had to say, if you had to put together a game plan for just the offense, you're the you're the OC. What's your game plan? Uh, if I'm the OC, did I... you you know they're you know they're eleventh in the SEC for rush defense, and yeah, I think I'm, I'm establishing the run early. I'm, I'm making eighth, eighth or ninth in pass defense. They're not great on defense. My number one goal is to make sure third downs are manageable. I want to be every third down. I want to be less than five. I want to be third and five or less, which means running the ball on first and uh, first down, basically taking what the defense is giving you. Read the defense. If it looks like you can get five out of it, get it. I know that's simple to say, but well, it is. But so. I'm with you. I, of course, that's I said that was one of my keys to the game was establishing a, a good run game. But um, you know, when you, you you step back and and look at what we've done so far this season, and look at what we have coming up, um, it's one of those. I think you just got to go out there and you got to give it all you can give it. Um, on offense, that that's my thing. So, well, just like you said, and I've said, offense has to run the tempo of this game. Our offense has to dictate what happens, who's playing where, what's going on. Um, you can't get out there and – honestly, my biggest fear for this game is we're in the first quarter and we're down 21 nothing. That would be bad. That's my biggest fear. I'm not worried about going shot for shot with them. I'm worried about it getting ugly early 
Um, and I'm not saying it will. I'm not down on our guys or anything. I'm just saying if it were to get like that, I think it's going to get ugly. If we can stay shot for shot or within seven after the first, I think we'll be okay. Um, so, again, they are missing uh, a wide receiver. What's their run game look like? I don't think it's I've, great. The only one I've watched was uh, the first one of the year that where they played North Carolina. I watched a little bit of the one last week. Not a whole lot. Who'd they have? Who'd they have there? Who did South Carolina play last week? Uh, Mississippi State. <clears throat> so, uh, I, I don't know. I'm again. I'm I'm scared to death of this game. I shouldn't be. I because again, outside of well, before I state that, who would you if you had if you were picking teams? All right. You're you're a captain. This we're talking backyard football. You got Joe Milton and Spencer Rattler there. Who you who you picking? Who you taking? Uh, who's the offensive coordinator? <laughs> I, okay, so you're you are you're the coach. Hopple calls plays for you. Beamer's calling plays for the other guy. I don't really know if either quarterback is going to be super successful if we're calling screen passes the whole time. Well, you know what I mean? I, it's true. If I'm just looking at overall talent, uh, I'm I'm pulling Joe. He yeah. can make every throw on the field. Not not saying Spencer can't, but I'm I'm looking through my orange glasses here. I, I can't. Yeah. I can't pick Spencer Rattler when I know Joe can throw the ball like he can. Well, I will just tell you, I have uh, thought about it, and that decision is is much more difficult than I wanted it to be. <laughs> yeah. um, but I, I do think I would also take Joe Milton. Because um, Spencer, it, I don't remember him running much last year. Uh, of course, Joe doesn't run. I think they're honestly pretty comparable. I mean, outside of numbers i mean they've played north carolina mississippi state and i uh what was that georgia was that clemson or them charleston southern clemson played charleston charleston southern they played for south carolina berman and then uh georgia so i mean they have played a stiffer stiffer competition i would say than we have i mean our toughest game has been florida played virginia um austin p florida and uh Gosh, who's game two? Or no, 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 no. Last week, UTSA. UTSA. Yeah. So I would say that their uh, their competition has been a little bit stiffer than ours, but so I don't know. I mean, we, we have we a know what seventy percent chance to win this according to ESPN FPI. The FPI predictor. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, dude. That FPI predictor and those spreads, I really don't know where they're getting them. So you know what kind of makes me sad? <laughs> oh, what? what the over-under of this game is. It's high. 63. That is not high. Well, it's the fact that it's 63, to be exact. 
Well, that's, that's what they what scored they on us this year. That's what they put on us. Over under 63, the line is 12 right now. Jeez, oh, Pete. I, I, maybe I'm saying the games we've won, we should have won. They were easy. Florida was a little bit stiffer competition, not game in the swamp, and we lost. But if the over-under 63 and we're a 12-point favorite, so that means they're expecting us to put 51 on South Carolina? No, you you would take half of 63, what, 31 and a half? And then give us seven, so it's like 38 to 20 something. 38, 25-ish. Well, I'll be honest with you. I like my math version better because I don't know that we can hold South Carolina to just 20-something points. Yeah. Of course, that's a massive – I don't Maybe I'm, again, call me a negaval or negative Nancy, whatever you want to call it, but I'm I'm thinking a 12-point spread is, is huge, I'm thinking. Uh, that's – unless Vegas – of course, Vegas is rarely wrong. Yeah, I mean, they're spot uh, on most of the time. They're, they're seeing something that I'm not seeing. I mean, if you if you had to put money on it, what would you? Which way are you going? <laughs> Don't make me do this. I know exactly where I'm putting my money. Yeah, I'm 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 taking. Now that saying that doesn't mean that I I think we're going to lose. I just don't think we're winning by almost 12. two touchdowns. You don't think twelve? Yeah, you're probably right. I'm going. If I had to say, I would say if I picked a margin of victory, I would go from three to seven. Yeah, I can see that. Um, but again, you go out and throw 47 screen passes and can't execute in the offensive line, looks like a cheese grater. Then you lose this by three touchdowns. Yeah, easily. Uh, so it's 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 a that's I I think that is one of the things about this year's team that is completely mind-boggling to me and I can't figure it out. It's not there's no one thing to put blame on. Right. It's not just bad quarterback play and that's it. It's not just bad O-line play and that's it. It's our DBs haven't looked great. The O-line is suspect. You know, Milton is overthrowing or screen passes and play calling is subpar. But And, again, I've said it a hundred times so far. I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer, but – there are obvious glaring things that we need to work on and fix. Yeah, we, we've definitely got to fix some stuff. But we get through this game, we've got a bye week. To, that's the thing. To that's the that's thing. that's huge. Take the win, get your win, get out. you got two weeks to prepare for a Texas A&M team without their starting quarterback. Yep. Um, that's, I mean, that's that's all we can hope for is – Get out, get healthy, take your dub, and um, oh lord! Let me hear your score prediction, we'll, and we'll we'll get this wrapped up here. Okay. Did you pick any games? Yes, I'm I'm, I'm getting there. Okay, gotcha. Um, let's see. Okay, so I'm running through it in my mind. Okay. I got 27 to 24. 
Tennessee. <laughs> okay. So you're definitely taking the under on this. I would smash the under. Okay. Because, and, and here's my reasoning, Tennessee's offense has obviously taken a couple steps back from what it was last year. And I'm hoping that Nealon is such an atmosphere that it literally affects their play calling, the snap counts, they're penalizing themselves, offsides all the time, snapping fractions. Yeah, I mean, there's, and, a, there's a good chance that happens. So that's that's I'm hope that's what I'm hoping holds them back a little. Plus, our defense picks it up. Okay, I'll give it thirty-five. 28. I'm thinking 35, 28. That's probably, yeah, that's, that's, that's where I'm going to put it, which puts it over 63. It puts it over 63, but we're inside of the spread. Yes. So both of us are, we do not cover. Both of us are expecting this to be a much tighter game than the than the spread would say. Yeah. All right. So, hopefully what we do is we just put it all together. We come out there. We put it on him. We make Shane Beamer retire. <laughs> uh, Spencer Rattler works at the local Winn-Dixie in South Carolina somewhere as a bag boy, and we just move on. But that's what I'm hoping. I hope we beat him by a hundred. Yes, me too. I need these boys to 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 get their get back after last year. That that oh man that that hurt me. That hurt my soul. All right, I've got I've got my two games. All right, so I'm gonna let you go first, and I will scroll and take a gander at what we got on the slate. First one I'm taking is probably the best matchup for this Saturday. And it's LSU Ole Miss. Okay. And because this game is played at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium in Mississippi, I'm taking Ole Miss to cover plus two and a half. Okay. So you've got Ole Miss plus two and a half. Yes. Okay. And then my second game, I've thought about this and – done a little bit of research here and to me it was down between Notre Dame and Duke and it was down to what was the other one it was USC and Colorado oh okay so talk to me hooch I'm I'm gonna give my prediction on Notre Dame Duke but I do want to talk about this USC car first okay I think USC beats them by 40. Probably. So that USC minus 21.5 is enticing to me. That's not the pick I'm given, but I like that one. Put okay. it that way. So my official second pick is Notre Dame-Duke. And this game is being played at Duke with Notre Dame being a 5.5-point favorite. Yep. I don't like five and a half for Notre Dame. I like Duke plus five and a half. Okay. At home. So, I mean, that's fair. 
So I've I've kind of gandered at these, and since you picked that game, I will just go ahead and give my prediction, but it's not going to be one of my two. Um, if I had to pick that, I would pick Notre Dame to cover five and a half. Um, I think but, I think Duke Duke's head coach is about to get paid. I think Duke is very underrated. Very underrated. Um, so I guess for my first pick, my official first pick, what I'm going to go with is I'm taking Florida plus one. I'm taking okay. Florida to beat Kentucky. At Kentucky. I believe, hold on, let me double check. I believe it's at Kentucky. Yes, at Kroger Field. It is Tennis, or the, the FPI movement. prediction has Kentucky at a 52% chance to win that game. Um, I'm not sold on Devin Leary just yet. Yeah, I'm not sold on him either, but I'm also still not sold on Florida being a, a good team. <laughs> right. So I, for my, my first official pick, I'm taking Florida plus one. My second game. Well, just give us the money I mean, I would take money if 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 the value's there. Take money line. I think Florida wins. Okay. Um. Oh yeah, easy take that because those are plus odds. So you, yeah, I would take money line. Florida money line. My second pick. Both of these are noon games, by the way. I'm taking Clemson minus six and a half over Syracuse. Clemson is not great. But I don't – I'm not sure what Syracuse looks like, but I know in uh, the last couple of years they have, they've been below average. Um, I just think this is probably one of those games where Clemson's talent shows up and Clemson does what Clemson does. Uh, I think the talent just outweighs – now, I'm not saying they're great. I'm not saying they're even good. I just think their talent is just that much better than Syracuse. Yeah. I can Enough to that. make it a touchdown. I mean, Syracuse is 4-0, but they've played Colgate, Purdue, Army, and some school I've never heard of. So, <laughs> I mean, Purdue's <laughs> awful this year, and they beat them by 15. And then Army, I don't think – Army's not good either. So No. Syracuse is 4-0. is not a true 4-0. So that's that's where I'm leaning. I'm taking Clemson minus six and a half. Okay. Um, I can get behind that. So there's our picks. We've talked about the last couple of weeks. We've previewed South Carolina. All hearts and minds are all hearts and minds are clear. I am. Uh, I don't have anything else that I think is that we need to discuss and go over. You got anything? No, I'm good. Beautiful. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is another episode of the Checkerboard Chat. So what we're going to do is um, we're going to wake up Saturday. We're going to put on all of our lucky clothes and coins in our pockets and rabbit's foot. And we're going to hope for the best. Tennessee's going to come out and look like a different team than we've seen. I'm putting that prediction out there. We're gonna come out and we're gonna we're gonna steamroll. K, 
There's the Gamecocks are going to be so fried after this game. Colonel Sanders is not going to know what to do with all that chicken. Ooh wee! You know what I'm saying? I'm here for it. Drop them babies in the fryer. They're toast. I'm here for it. All right. We appreciate y'all listening again. Check us out on Twitter. Uh, reach out to us any way you want to. You can connect with us there. Until next time. Love you guys.